This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. You're frozen. Am I? I'm not frozen. No, you're not. I'm not frozen. What you Uh, all the time. Uh, just the movement for me is like. We put liquid paper on a bee. Hello and welcome to another episode of In a Pickle, the show that is dedicated to the less glamorous side of sports. I am your host, Dave Houghton, and with me today, the shake to my bake, Sarah Ritalik. Sarah, ahoy! <laughs> ahoy? Because <laughs> I just ahoy. came off a cruise. Ahoy! Hello. Ahoy, land lover. How oh, yeah. are you doing? I'm well-ish. How are you? Well-ish. Well, I guess that's all we're asking for is just a little-ish. Little-ish. Ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish. You know, well-ish. Could be worse. Could be better. Could be a whole lot of things. Could be a whole lot of things. What are you going to do, you know? It happens. I'm here on this glorious Monday morning where nothing wants to work. I'm here with you. I mean, that's that's just the typical day. Typical day in the life of... In a pickle, you know, and we're back for another episode. Happy to be back through the magic of radio. We pre-recorded last time. (laughs) I was on vacation, sailing the seas, was not attacked by Somalian pirates on this on this adventure, Um, mainly because we were in the Atlantic. But, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, but you had a next time you had a Bermudaful time, a Bermudaful time. Yep. Or as mm-hmm. I like to call it, Bermuda. <coughs> Bermuda. You know, it was a good time. We went to a zoo, went to an aquarium, watched my wife shop for Bermuda trinkets that. Are oh, just... down in Hamilton, downtown Hamilton. Yeah, that just the shit goes by the wayside. Like it's, it's a week. I call it the 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 Disney effect. You mm-hmm. know, when you're at Disney and you're like, oh, my God, do I want Mickey Mouse ears? Of course I do. And then when you get home, you're like, what the fuck did I buy this shit for? You know? Well, that's what any time you go on vacation will do to you. Yeah. How many Bermuda magnets do we actually need? Uh, and there before. A lot. Yeah. Apparently, we're up to four. So. Well, there you go. Whatever. Could, could be worse. Could be four teen. Do you want a shirt that says Bermuda? No, I don't. I don't, I don't care. I'm here. I took a picture of it. <laughs> that's all we're doing. The, the only thing that you should be bringing back from Bermuda are the Bermuda rum cakes. Yeah. You know what, though? Honestly, not a fan. What? Yeah, not a fan of those cakes. I think they're disgusting. Like your face. Get out yeah, of here. No, Get we out. Did, we did bring what? back some Bermuda fudge, and that that was good. Oh my God! You go down to the docks and you go to the actual factory and you get. Do you know the that the the factory's gone since COVID. 
Yeah. No. COVID killed the Bermuda factory, the Bermuda rum factory. What? Yeah. The little, the little uh, half and half where it was like the rum cakes and then the glass blower place. Yeah. Gone. It's gone. Yeah. Aw. Fucking COVID killed it. It's unbelievable. And you I was actually t- depressed because I don't even like those cakes, but I like going in there. The glass blowing shop was sick. Yeah. It's hot as hell in there. Well, yeah, because it's heat. They're blowing right. glass. Heat is hot. Wow, you were... <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> um, you just like really you just broke my heart. Yeah, I guess there's no reason to go back to Bermuda, huh? No, that's there is <laughs> now no. now they do sell rum cakes everywhere though. So Yeah, but they're not the same. It's it. not the same. Uh, it's the same. It's not the same. It's actually the same. Your face is not the same. My father-in-law really enjoys the rum cakes. He squeezes the rum out into his mouth. (laughs) 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 Who wants some cake? Let me just get a drink first. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So thanks for coming back to In a Pickle. Uh, Hope you enjoyed last week's episode, the Gray Sports Almanac episode. Some really great feedback from that episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, you know what? I, I really enjoy doing those shows because it's just fun to just remember what chaos transpired in those in those months during like certain years. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like of course we talked about uh, the George Brett incident, and uh, man, he came out of there like. A bat out of hell. Oh my god, crazy time! So you don't see that shit anymore. No, that's the you best. don't, and that's you know? what's kind of heartbreaking is you don't see it anymore. You don't even see good fights anymore. The last good fight I saw was maybe Amir Garrett when he took on the entire Pittsburgh Pirate bench by himself, which was great. And that was that was a few years ago. Yeah, that's that was a while ago. Yeah, that was mm. the last good MLB fight, but. You know, maybe soon enough. Things are getting a little spicy, you know. You spicy get a lot of and teams dicey. Who should make the playoffs that are not going to make the playoffs? You get a lot of teams like the Red Sox that shouldn't make the playoffs that might make the playoffs, which is, I mean, two point you know, five games out for the wild card. Wild, and the best part about it, all of it, Yankees are in last place. True story. I love that. So good. But besides all that, we got some news for you today. News, news, so, news, news, news. Sarah, <clears throat> as I clear my throat from the Bermuda sand, uh, I ate a lot of sand. Yeah. That's well, just... I, it was there. Yeah. What am I going to do? You know, the sand Let's... is there. I'm going to eat some cake, sand cake. Right. It's better than a urinal cake, I guess. I ate those too. They were in the bathroom. Uh, they're in the bathroom yeah. on the ship. Yeah. I can eat. All you can eat right next to the buffet. (laughs) So anyways, let's kick it off with the news. Sarah, what happened in this crazy week? All right. So we're going to stick a little bit, just a teeny smidgy beauty baby bit with uh, some MLB talk. Because as of today, today is Monday, um, July 31st. We are very near to the trade deadline. Yes. Now, the biggest news to happen this week in regards to a trade came from the Mets. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Mets have uh the Mets have decided to trade Max Scherzer. I can um, never say his last name. Scherzer. 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 Schmeichmau. My son makes fun of me the way I say it cuz I, I have to like slow it down 
Or I'm like, oh, they traded Max Schroeder. She's like, Dad, it's Max Schroeder. I say, I don't know what it is. <laughs> and, and I'm like, yeah, Max Schroeder. So I can't do it. It's just the sound that, you know, 90s parachute pants make you know like right. the 90s um jumpsuit that's the, yeah. that's his last name is the Schwerger. Schwerger. <laughs> as your thighs rub right that's well, uh... it's better than the corduroy pants in the 80s I guess. <laughs> you know? yeah yeah that's like yeah <laughs> i know that's his somebody else's last name the yeah. whole butcher I'm that's sure. true that's later on in the episode uh, so he was traded to the Rangers for uh, Luis uh, Luis Angel Acuna, mm-hmm. which is Robert Acuna Jr.'s Ronald Acuna Cunha. See, yep. <laughs> Ronald's corduroy pants Jr. Uh, traded Ron- for Max yeah. '80s swishy pants. <laughs> Or 90s, which whatever, a decade we're talking about. Fucking, fucking completely lost. <laughs> completely fucking lost this. Oh, oh God. Man. So, yeah. Welcome treated- to another episode of In a Pickle, where <laughs> we're just fucking out of our minds. What else is new? <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, so yeah, the so Mets, Acuna's the Mets little boycott, The Mets boycott Max uh, after. It, it, it just seems like after uh, after Max went out and said that, like, you know, he was mad about the trade. Um, who who was it that was traded? David Robinson, Robert Robertson, Robertson, I think. Yeah. Robert. After the Mets traded him to the Marlins, uh, he was very vocal about it, and then all of a sudden, you know, he does his press conference. I I posted it on uh, iepradio.com. It's on our Instagram, and like <laughs> about three hours later, he's out the door. Pending his approval, of course, because he got a new trade clause. But he was like, "Yeah, you know what? Fuck y'all, I'm out." So, yeah. I, well, what what was going to be a uh, an incredible team and a possible wow. world trade uh, World Series winning team completely in shambles, and now it's no no longer. Well, the thing that was interesting to me is that you know. Justin Verlander spoke out about it and he was surprised and he didn't like it. And he's like, okay, you're making these moves. And he's like, are we still going to focus on you? You brought all these guys in, in the last year and you're not going to get results like right away. So what does this lead for the next year? And what it's, it's one of those where I'm like, okay, are the, the front office workers going, Oh shit! We bought everything—the seagull, the trash can. We really need to sell this stuff off because clearly right. we can't buy ourselves a championship. So it's one of those where I'm on the fence. Like, are they having the realization to build into certain players, or is it that they're just like, we're gonna fucking blow up the team? You know what? You all don't like being here. You're all surprised with our moves. Go fuck yourself. Yep. Right. It's where I'm on the fence. I'm like, I don't know because you can't tell. Cohen is so off the rails with so many different things that I don't trust him. Right. It it, it seems like the the GM of the team 
<laughs> and I don't I don't know who the GM of the Mets is uh, off off the top of my head, but it just seems like is he does Steve Cohen really have a, a part in the building of the team, or is he just writing the check? Do you have a GM who's just like, yeah, you should get this guy? Yeah, it's really important to get this guy, and then they're like, oh, uh, okay, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Cohen's just like, oh, oh all right, sure, and then all of a sudden it's like. Here's, you know, $70 million. Go out and get this guy for one year. And then they get this guy, and he turns out, like, you know, I don't think Max was terrible. I mean, he's an older player getting $35 million a year. Yeah, it's a lot. 39 years old, 38, 39 years old. I mean, that's unheard of at that age. And it's just like, to me, that just seems like a waste of money, mm. you know, and it's like, oh, yeah, no matter what, like, even if you're like a lights out, awesome player at a certain age, you're not really worth that kind of money anymore because you become a liability more than anything. Yeah. And honestly, like the, the I know, like a couple of years were paid by the Nationals, right? Yeah. But like now the Mets sent Max to Texas along with $22 million, if I'm Mm -hmm. not mistaken. I believe that's what it was for the trade. They're still paying for it. Yeah. Yeah. Still paying the here's I'm like, you sent them to Texas. I'm like, Texas didn't need them. Like (laughs) I have the feeling like Texas, Texas is doing just fine down there. Right. They're doing just fine. They are right. producing. They're a gr- they're a really great team this year. Like, why are you sending him down there? I mean, oh, I'm like, whatever. Um, but it's one of those where I'm like, did you mistaken, like mistakenly read who was on the trade bent, like the trade wire, and we're like, oh, Acuna. Yeah. Like, is that is that what you did? And like, right. oh, he's so cheap. We should make this happen. Right. Yeah. I have that feeling rather than taking the, the moment to realize that it's. Uh, are they cousins or brothers? They're brothers. Oh, so maybe it's one of those things where it's like, ooh, if we get his brother, maybe in like two years, we can scoop Ronald Acuna Jr. from the uh, the Braves and bring him this way. What is I this? Mean, a, a it, Jose and Ozzy Canseco sort of thing right. here? It's a stupid way of thinking, but it's also very, very plausible. You know, especially with the Mets. Uh, whoever is is riding this, <laughs> whoever's in charge here, it needs to be evaluated and evaluated fast because I <sighs> think that I think they lost this one. Yeah, you know, I've lost they it. have a. Uh, they're almost as bad, if not worse, on signing people than the Red Sox. You yes. Know? Because here's the thing. Red Sox will sign someone and will sign some them sign someone for stupid money, which makes no sense, and they'll release like a solid player. So that's where the Red Sox are. Is they're like, oh, we're gonna, you know, you've been doing so well for us, a little too well. You need to leave. Let's bring right. in this, you know, car parking attendant. Right. So you know, and I mean, they, I will say, as as sad as I was to see Kike go, he had to go. Yeah. You know? Oh, absolutely. He had to go. I mean, great clubhouse guy, but fully in agreement 
with their move on sending him back to LA. I'm yeah. was like not surprised at all because he was horrific. He was struggling Physically. hard. He was Hardcore. riding the struggle bus big time. Yeah. And it, and it it wasn't surprising. Like, you know, when that news came out that he was traded, I was like, "Huh. I'm surprised anybody took him." To be honest yeah. with you. With you all know? the errors he had this year? Right. He was like in the top in the MLB right. for errors. And that's why they had to move him from shortstop. Cause right. yeah, he's a utility player, but he was making so many issues at shortstop that they were like, yeah, um, dude, no, like wait, no. Sometimes teams don't realize that they have to rebuild until it's too late. And the fact that like, you know, they have, uh, they had Kiki, they, they have Justin Turner, they have Adam Duvall, uh, you know, very much older players. Those guys are in their mm-hmm. high thirties, and it's like they are missing that window where they need to really realize that they need to rebuild. Right? It, you know, it's gonna happen. Like no matter what, it doesn't matter. Like you have to rebuild. Just don't oh, yeah. try to hold on to something. Just let it go and rebuild. You've done it before. You'll do it again. Right. It's, the only you know, thing only thing you really need to hang on to right now is Tristan Casas. That's it. Not, honestly. Him and even Brian Bellow. Do not right. let those two kids go. Right. That right there. If you build your organization around those two kids, you're going to be gold. Right. You'll be fine. I'm even fine. Like if you're like, oh, we're going to let Rafi go. I'm okay with that. Yeah, but like, Rafi's I'm already okay. linked up. Like he's already hooked up. So oh yeah, he's fine. here forever and ever. Yeah. But um, on the trade block when they were discussing um trade rumors, and I kept seeing like Casas's name come across the table, and I was no, like, "That's a terrible idea. That's a terrible. Like, what are you doing? Why would you even have yeah. this discussion? Like, don't even. There's no don't need you- for that. No. Because you will get, uh, you will get something good back if you trade Casas right now but what you're gonna get is a rental player and right. you're gonna lose that first base oh, that he is and the thing too is I'm like did nobody keep an eye so I keep an eye on what's happening in Worcester like I always kind of see like who's playing down there yeah. you know oh, yeah. Trevor Trevor Story's having a really great rehab he should be back Friday whatever but I keep an eye down there and watching this kid when he was down playing like playing down there like Holy shit. He was lights out his entire career down in Worcester. So it's something where I'm like, it just took him time to get into this system with the Red Sox and get into, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of different changes. So, yeah, he's he's found the groove. I'm here for it. Big Moose Guy supporter. And we haven't had a a good first baseman since Euclid's. It's been a while. Right? It's been a long time. I mean, if you consider Euclid a good first baseman, which I mean, I really enjoyed Euclid, but I think I just enjoyed Euclid because he was Euclid. Hilarious. I don't think like his first base skills were off the rails. I I just think because he it was, was just good to watch. Hilarious. Yeah. So hilarious. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. There's uh, a few more big names. Uh, Angels have already come out and said that they're not going to trade Shohei. Nope. Which is, um, I guess, in a way, it's it's good 
it's good for the rest of baseball because now you don't have to worry about another team just renting him, you know? Right, because he's gone. Like, he's free agent next year. So regardless, he'll be gone. Right. And it's just... But I guess the Angels just want to make their money as much as they can. He seems like the revenue. type of guy, though. He, Shohei seems like the type of guy that's like, he's so nice that like, if the Angels came over to him, like, please don't leave. He'll be like, mm, okay, I'll stay. I don't know. He really likes Seattle. He does. He does. Really, really likes Seattle. I mean, Seattle's got a great Asian community. I mean, they're a very good city i'm uh he spends his off seasons there right i mean you know the mariners have a good history they mm-hmm. and and for him just think about it though if shohei went to seattle if seattle just saved all their pennies you know flipped over the coach cushions found any loose change they could and just given this guy all they could right and they put together a team like that and shohei is on the roster for the very first World Series champion, Seattle Mariners, he will go down in history as the absolute best baseball player ever. We can can just push Babe Ruth aside and say, fuck you, Ruth. Here's Shohei. Shohei. How's that feel? You know? I'm for this. Sucks Babe Ruth's ass, and it's just like, this guy was, I mean, this was 1900s ball. Like, it's its not the same. It's very different you know? ball now. Not to take Man. anything away from what Babe Ruth did in his time, but, like, it's the whole Michael Jordan, LeBron James uh, debate where it's like they both played in different eras of ball. It's not the same ball right. from it's when Jordan played. It's not the same. Just like you can't say that, you know, uh, Michael Jordan is better than Bill Russell because it was, like, completely different. Yeah, you that's know, crazy talk. Yeah, it is crazy talk because no one's ever going to be better than Bill Russell. Crazy but, talk. No matter what era you play in. But I mean, regardless of that, like that would be absolutely amazing if Shohei brought a World Series title to Seattle. There, I mean, like I, no words can be found. There are only no. two teams that I would like to see him go to. Two teams, one on the East Coast and one on the West Coast. There are only two teams that I would like to. Can I guess the East Coast team? You can guess the East Coast team. Is it the Red Sox? It is not the Red Sox. <laughs> really? Because <laughs> yeah. the Red Sox would fuck that up. Oh, they absolutely <laughs> would. Yeah. I would. Uh, I'd love to see him go to Baltimore. Oh my god. <laughs> I would love to see that. People you would know? be upside down. Let, we would live in the upside down world. It would be insane. Think of think of this, right? Because I mean, they they're doing really well. That team is amazing. Yeah. You know, they just need a little bit more help with pitching to push them over to that like next tier, like over right. that that hill. And I think that Shohei, who would be classified as like the veteran guy on that team, yeah, but it would be fucking amazing that would be so funny if he went to baltimore people would blow their brains out (laughs) it would be off the rails can you imagine and i'm here for it a massive player like shohei going to to a small market team like baltimore but they have the money so if they like stop and think of this for one second okay they're having a phenomenal season, right? Yeah. 
shoe-ins to make the playoffs. Right. We'll see what they do when they have a playoff run this year. You know, it's one of those, like they have the like the lowest budget salary cap in baseball. They have all this money sitting in the safe in the office. Right. They're like, let me give you stacks on stacks on stacks <laughs> on stacks because we've been pinching and saving for all these years and having these guys come up through the system. Right. So who like if they have such a dominant rest of the season and dominant playoff season, I cannot see that like Shohei saying no when he's being wined and dined in 69 by the Baltimore peoples. Like, honestly. That sounds gross. <laughs> Wine and dined at 69 by Baltimore. Oh, man. I watched what? The Wire. I know what happened. Body murder land. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, you got a good point. It's not. Now that you mention it, it's not too far-fetched of an idea. It's not. It is not. That's the only East Coast team I could see him coming to. He would not go to the Yankees. I would hope he wouldn't go to the Yankees. He wouldn't go to the Yankees. Such a likable guy. I hate to hate him. Yeah, he would not. I don't see it Because I will hate him if he goes to the Yankees. Oh, absolutely. But I don't see it in the cards for him to go there. No. Oh, man. But Baltimore makes the most sense to me. Fuck, that would be upside down if that shit happened. I'm fucking here for it. People would go nuts. They would absolutely go nuts. I'm here for it. So it's either there or Seattle. Those are the Can two Can you imagine places. what, what uh, Joe from Wax Packs and Whiskey will do if Shohei goes to Baltimore? Oh, my God. Would see him on the news for like. Oh, my God. For something. He'd, he'd paint be... his whole body and, and be it. He'd probably get season tickets and paint his whole body orange and white and be front row every game orange white and black orange white and black pardon me i got you thank you i forgot their other color whatever yeah (laughs) Uh, unbelievable that's my that's my my thought that's a good one i like that well i you know what i i'm gonna take the words from you i'm here for it let's see what happens because you know what regardless whether it's seattle or baltimore it's a small market team it's a small market team go to a small market team would be amazing and it would be great for baseball it wouldn't even just be great for those towns it'd be great for baseball to see a a big name player with just amazing capabilities to play the game of baseball go to a place that's not the red sox the yankees the dodgers you know like let's i i of course like i i I love the red sox they're they're my team Uh, you know i i i bleed red sox but like absolutely yeah but I mean, like, just to, for baseball in general to have a small market team just come out and mm-hmm. just be a part of it. I mean, we haven't seen a good F-R. player in Seattle since what? I mean, you know, you have uh, what's his name right now? Griffey. Well, you had Griffey. You had Randy yeah. Johnson. You had, you know, that's the where A Rod started. Oh, Rod. Well, I'm just hey, saying look, that's where he that's where he I started. Know, that's before he, you know, decided to drink the juice. Yeah, literally. Mm. And then they, somebody snapped him. Snap. Somebody took a photo of him taking a dump. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite pictures ever. That should be in the next baseball card. That's what we should do is make baseball cards. We should. We should. We should. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Guess what we're doing today? Put that in the idea tank. 
Uh, all right, let's get let's get out of here. Uh, all right, all right. All right. So, right. what else do we have in the news? Uh, so we have a rough week for some sons of professional athletes. Um, first, let's start with 18-year-old Bronny James, who is the son of LeBron James. He had uh, collapsed on yeah, July just 24th. In case, just in case you didn't know, Bronny, Bronny is LeBron Bronny. James's son. Bronny. It just makes me think of paper towels. Paper towels, yeah. Yeah, all day. Yeah. Bronny. Um, yeah, he collapsed on july 24th due to cardiac arrest during a summer basketball practice at usc uh he was taken to cedar sia sign yep he was taken to a hospital uh <laughs> cedar sinai i can't i was doing well i said it but i'm like yeah. 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 No, i'm all full of fucking yeah. marbles okay uh yep so he was taken there that day and um was released the following day from intensive care unit um all right yeah, can the... you answer can you answer me a question sure i know you're not a doctor but you play one on the internet i do a back alley How one does an 18 year old kid suffer a cardiac arrest well how does a healthy 20 something year old kid have a cardiac arrest moment on a football field i i don't want to seem insensitive you know it's it sucks it, that that really sucks for the james family that you know their son who is uh going to be an up-and-coming basketball player mm -hmm. you know he has a he has a just sugarcoat he's he had a heart attack you know um you know the fact that he was already kind of projected to go anywhere from six to 10 in the draft. Like he wasn't going to be number one. They right, already, they right. already said he wasn't going to be number one, but now that he has this issue and he had a, a heart attack, he's going to like, like spiral. Well, it's one of those two is so they're, they don't know if he'll play this season. Right. Um, You know, it's going to be a lot of things. He'll have to go in for more testing. Right. Um, You know, he was, alert he is neurological systems wait a minute i just got it I, I just i just got what you were saying are you suggesting drugs i no i'm not suggesting drugs oh i thought you were talking about because of our our next no 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 i'm talking kid. no <laughs> i'm talking about him him and from um him um from whatchamacallit who died on the fields um and then oh, came Demar back. hamlin Demar hamlin thank you I oh can't yeah but he got hit name. right but that's the thing here a couple factors could play into this it could have been a cardiac arrest but it could also have been contributed to dehydration yeah um diet could be also that so if he is taking supplements right and all that stuff which increase your heart rate so if you're doing large protein and then working out and taking supplements and have a certain workout regimen and are not um, staying hydrated and having a like a certain amount of substance and the right amount of substance brought into your body to offset those supplements, you could go into cardiac arrest. Right. It's but it's also one of those things too. With supplements, if you are taking certain supplements, which we don't know if he was or not. 
Right. They just said that he was, you know, ev- everything was good for him and he collapsed because I had a friend of mine who I used to work, you know, in the mall with. And when you're at Christmas, a lot of people take caffeine pills, which right. are a supplement. And she passed out like she dropped and her heart levels, her heart rate was so high that her it's blood pressure spiked and she passed out. She didn't oh, have a heart shit. attack. She just basically her heart rate was so high. It was like kind of like having a heart attack, but not having a heart attack. Right. Right. So it's just a cardiac incident, more or less. Yeah. So they're not officially (laughs) sure what had happened to him. No, no. So. So it could be. uh, Yeah. I mean, it very well could be a dehydration thing. Could be a Um, lot of things. And the fact that they're not saying it's a heart attack. Yeah, they're saying that it was a cardiac arrest incident. Right, it, it kind of blankets over a whole scope of different things. Right. Um. Whereas a heart attack would have been a little bit different, where he wasn't coming to, he wasn't, he could stay conscious in it. Right. Um. In the moment, but they, the fact that once he got to the hospital and they put him in the inten- intensive care unit and did all of these things and were able to say like his vitals were great. Um, his neurological senses were great. Like, you know, like there was a lot. I'm not dumbing down or making yeah, yeah, it no, no, no. Yeah, light right. of anything right. that happened to him. I'm right. just saying he is so lucky and so fortunate that like there was this instead of what it actually could have been. Right, right. So, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. Or it could be drugs. Who the fuck knows? Oh, or it could be drugs. <laughs> I mean, he could have Reggie Lewis it, you know? Exactly. And see what happened there. Yeah. It's been 30 years. Imagine that. 30 years. 30 years. 30 wow. years. 30 wow. years last last week. Yeah. That's crazy. 30 years last week. How are wow. you this old? I know. It sucks. <laughs> crazy to think that I was 11, 12 years old when he died. Yeah. You know? Wow. But <clears throat> on the, the worst side of this, there was yeah. another athlete's son who wasn't so lucky. Yeah. Uh, so last month, uh, Ray Lewis the uh, the 28-year-old son of Football Hall of Famer Ray Lewis. Just in case you didn't know who Ray Lewis the third was related to. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Gotta make it, keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Uh he was found unconscious at his central Florida home. Uh, all the life-saving efforts at this time were unsuccessful, and he had died at an area hospital. So the this this is why we're talking about it this week, is the Centennial County Examiner's Office released on this past Saturday that his death was an accidental death due to a lethal mix of drugs. Yeah, and what a mix of drugs in this Ooh, case. Yikes. Um, fentanyl, cocaine, and methamphetamine. Plus, wow. he had uh, mass amounts of alcohol in his system as well. Yeah. So this dude Wild. was partying. Wild. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The full autopsy report is still pending. But that's your uh, toxicology report that is able to go to the um, autopsy to say cause of death. Yeah, it's uh, that's it's too bad. Um, because I mean, you know, unfortunately, I mean, I don't want to say that it's, it's hard. It, 
you don't want to take away from the fact that like you know this kid died but like it's not obviously it's not his father's fault but like you know this kid was born into football royalty mm. you know and like he he was a uh you know he played for uh university of miami i believe right? so yeah yeah but he never like panned out to do anything in in mm. the nhl and you NHL? know whether uh i'm sorry <laughs> I was like, Wait, well, he, never did any, he never did anything in the NHL either. So, it's I mean, true. You know, um, but what I'm saying is, you know, maybe the party lifestyle stopped him from going pro, or maybe the um, not going pro stopped him. Stopped him from staying the course. Yeah, that's why he went that road. So I mean, you know, it's uh, either way, it's six and one, half dozen the other. But I mean, like, you know, yeah. it's too bad. It's too bad that this happened, and you know it's it sucks for the Lewis family. But uh, yeah, it's sad. That is that is a lethal mixture. That's of a crazy mixture, crazy uh, time mixture. Because like wild. you got, even if you take the fentanyl out of it, to have cocaine and methamphetamines, like that's what do you? planning on painting the entire village like right. what's going on like right. jesus you're never gonna sleep that's too bad you know it sucks with the lewis family um uh, didn't similar things happen to uh dr dre and his family where his son overdosed and died do you remember that his son was all all banged up on drugs. That was a too. while ago. It, it was. It was a long time ago. But like, wow. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I was but, sitting here going, "Huh." Twenty-eight years old. That's too bad. Yeah, twenty-eight. It's really, really unfortunate. Yeah, sucks. So, um, yeah. So, well, <laughs> let's let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move on to something uh, not sad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think everything is just so sad. I know. Everything's so sad. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about yet? And I, I've been meaning, uh, oh, I, I've been wanting to talk to you about it, is that the Tyreek Hill video recently came out. Oh, my God. Yes, it came out while you yep. were on a boat. Not as uh, intense as I wanted it to be. No, there was no fish slapping. Yeah. Very upsetting. It was just... He did punch the guy in the back of the head. Yeah. So it wasn't just a slap. Um, but he was ready to throw down in a fisticuff. Like right. ready for it. I, I don't I just I don't wanted know. it to be a little more intense than what it was. I really <laughs> just wanted a fish involved yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. Because it wasn't even on the boat, it was on the dock. I know. I they know, were like, oh, I, I, oh, they happened on a boat. It did not happen on a boat. No, These it happened outlets, near a boat. It was like a <laughs> in, in proximity to one. Right. Jesus. You're on the boat dock. Come on. Yeah. Oh. Uh, that's what was very disappointing. There was it wasn't actually physically on a boat. There were no fish involved. Right. Um. Yeah. And it wasn't like a dope slap. And like other people were there. Like, I just wanted it to be like nobody there. Do you then, see the punch in the video? Am I am I remembering cuts, this video? It like cuts off slightly because of like the video angle. Like, but you yeah. can see it like his arm goes up. Like the way his arm goes up, it doesn't look like it's a slap. But I don't know. 
there's no fish, so I don't give a fuck. Right. I know. Now it's like whatever. Yeah, if he was slapped in the the fucking back of the head with a fish, it would be a different topic, that would be a different great. conversation. I, I would be here for it. I would have done my due diligence. I wonder and... if they would get animal abuse <laughs> ring in with that because oh he was hit in the back of the head with a fish. Imagine. <laughs> here comes fucking PETA. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, indeed. PETA's at every Dolphins game. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Where's your dolphin seating? Oh, I identify man. as a dolphin. Unbelievable. All right. So what else happened in sports? Oh God Almighty. Um. So Stephen A. Smith is dumb, which we already know. Uh. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I'm gonna stop you right here on this one. <laughs> well, this one, this one, no. But in general, I'm speaking. Yeah, overall. All right. I, I agree. I agree. Stephen A. Overall. Smith is is just a, a hot air balloon. But. His comments in this next story that you're about to tell, I'm going to have to agree with Stephen A. on this one. And that's hard for me because I'm not really a Stephen A. fan. And by not really, I mean at all. So, I mean, this I'm on. I'm on Stephen A.'s side on this one. So so tell us what happened. All right. So Stephen A. had tweeted out, is Kim Kardashian a prostitute? Is Chris Jenna a pimp? Uh, this tweet was let out to promote uh, his Stephen A. Smith live show on Friday night um, because one of the topics was Kim and Chris and was like the sex tape. So it was basically about Chris's involvement in the sex tape. Um, he has since apologized for this post and the topic and all that stuff. Um the post, the tweet was deleted, but if you go on to YouTube, everything's still there. Um, but my question is, what relevance, like, is Stephen A, like, now, like, I don't know, because I don't keep up with Stephen A. Smith. Like, yeah, I no. see him on first take, like, I just, that's it. But is he now discussing pop culture? stuff or like this is where i'm kind of like but you know what like regardless of whether he's trying to be like a pulp culture thing this sex tape was released in 2007 like why are we talking about it in 2023 now right i that's what i don't i none of this makes any sense to me of why this has to be discussed now and we're talking 16 years ago this happened. Yeah. And like Kim Kardashian and the whole Kardashian tribe have been, uh, they're like billions of dollars later. You know, like I could see if this, if this, if she was a nobody and this happened like two years ago. And then all of a sudden she's like, <laughs> excuse me, a multi-billionaire. Yes. But like 16 years ago, like, yeah, that's that's her start in all of this shit. But like she has moved on and I'm not <laughs> I don't want to I, I don't want to support the Kardashians here, but she has she has moved on from this sex tape. You know, she is not yes. this this isn't what she is anymore. No. You know, she was this for maybe 5 years. You know, I'll give it 5 years from but now, like, she has completely moved on. You know, um, she's 
an entrepreneur. She's uh, uh, she's the owner of several million billion dollar companies. You know, she's uh, a mother now. She's has poor choice in men, obviously. Regardless, oh of, yeah, you know, and obviously, like her and Tom Brady didn't pan out because no. Brady's dating some other chick that the I model. don't even know her name. But um, it, it's just I don't I don't understand where Stephen A. Smith is where he's coming from with this but with saying that i do not disagree with what stephen a smith is saying because chris jenner that that's her name right yeah yeah the mother yeah yeah you can you can go ahead and say that she is a pimp she pimped out all her kids except for their son who is just the fat one in the corner eating birthday cake Nah, you know? he eats string cheese. String cheese. Yeah, he oh. eats um somewhere. Oh my god, Derek knows the exact number. Um Oh, it's right. You guys are like a big Kardashian house. No, it it's something because I'm like, stop eating string cheese. You're gonna turn into Rob Kardashian. Right. Um, I wanna say it was like something like thirty to fifty string cheese a day that he's eating. A day? A day. Holy shit, that's thirty to fifty too much. Yeah. Wow. Uh, anyways, okay. he's the only one that never did anything, right? Uh, yeah, no. He, well, he married Black China and then was in court, and that was what he did. Is he had to ha- hire Jackie Childs as his <laughs> attorney? Who told you to marry Black China? Did I tell you to marry Black China? Uh, yeah. But um, I have to agree with Stephen A. Like she, she did pimp out all her kids, including mm. her uh, former husband. You don't think that she had a hand in Caitlyn Jenner's whole thing? I don't know. You don't think she made a a, a little bit of money off that? Oh, off of um off of his, off, off of off their sex change. Bruce to Caitlyn? Right. Oh, Caitlyn. What I God, I don't know any of their fucking names. Bruce to Caitlyn? What did How I you say? Not, I don't know what you said. I don't know what I said. I don't know the fucking I was I, I was, they're I all was, K's and, and then Well, Caitlyn's a C. What the what the fuck ever? <laughs> you know this is why this is why we can't talk about this shit. We need to, to just stick with the story and then move on because right, then right. you spiral out of control. No, all I'm saying is, and then is you that... really release out how much you know, but I then know. you pretend like uh, you don't know, but know. you do know. So it's kind of like me throwing bait out there and you <sighs> just biting at it and me going, mm-hmm. So this is all your fault. <laughs> I know what you know. This don't show is, is like really called Guess Who's Keeping Up with the Kardashians because it looks <laughs> like it's me. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, I, I, I have to agree with Stephen A. Smith in saying that the mother is pimping out all the children or did pimp out all the or children. Or did. And, the and she, she got everybody got what mm-hmm. was given to them, you know, and what, what they worked on being. <laughs> out in the streets shaking their shit and now guess what every kid is worth a bajillion dollars so good for her but everyone's pissed about it i, I guess i don't well you don't want to tell the rest huh? of the story oh the about story? oh what why everyone's mad at Stephen a smith for calling chris jenner a pimp oh because she does because all i read was that oh it was kids and this and that and i just checked out so you can continue yeah. on the story no nah, fuck it Christian is a pimp. I agree with Stephen A. Smith. She's and that's not, you're not going to hear that too often. That I'm Yeah, because I already said, like, she pimped out 
so Ray J did a whole interview. This is going back. Uh, now, Ray J years. is Randy Jackson from American Idol. That's his kid. No, is that right? Isn't, isn't Ray J Brandy's brother? Oh, Jesus. I have no idea. Ray J is Brandy, like the musician's brother. Oh, I like, thought it was Randy Jackson's kid. No, I don't. That's a no for me, dog. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I have no idea. No, Ray J is Brandy's brother. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> Anywho, so Ray J had like done it like he for years, like we're going back like decade and a half. He was always said that Chris Jenner was the mastermind behind the sex tape release. Yeah. And the mastermind, you know, who pushed the sex tape, who got it on all the websites, who did all this stuff. And that's why, you know, Stephen A was bringing it up like yeah I uh, all signs point to Ray J telling the truth right and then everybody was all up in arms over this post because I mean yes Chris Jenner pimped out Kim supposedly allegedly but everyone's all upset because you had Kim Kardashian has kids and like all these tweets were like Kim Kardashian has kids like choose better things to write about like blah 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 like i guess that if it was just about chris i don't think anyone would have had that reaction but because it was essentially calling kim kardashian a prostitute is where it created all the issues for everybody else yeah i don't know it's uh not far-fetched I, I, that's all i'm saying i don't know you know, Sam. it's call it the Kardashian uh, conspiracy. How's that? I like it. I'm you here know, for it. Did uh, did the mother pimp out all the kids? I say yes, in a way. Not I'm not saying that like she forced Kim to have sex on camera. All I'm saying is once she found the sex tape, maybe she was like, maybe we can wait this and, you know, get more money because. Obviously, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, the father, well, the the, the OJ's uh, buddy, Rob. Uh, Rob, was it Rob? Yeah, yeah, Rob Kardashian. No, he was already gone. He was dead, or they were divorced, or whatever the fuck happened. And I don't know. Uh, maybe I think at this time he was deceased. Yeah, you could say dead. It's okay. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm sorry. I just said deceased. <laughs> I can't. I, I didn't know we were that kind of fancy show. We <laughs> say words like, I'm deceased. <laughs> oh, motherfucker dead. <laughs> oh, all right. You know what? Let's, let's end this fucking conversation. We're going to take a break and we're going to go find out the fucking biggest pickle and we'll, we'll be back. Hello, listeners, and welcome to Quad Pro Quo. Right now, you are probably thinking to yourself, oh, great, another movie podcast. Well, dear listener, you would be right. But throw in a couple of marriages, decades-long friendships, and a shared property line, and you have just another movie podcast with a shitload of drama. Inspired by the iconic quid pro quo scene in Silence of the Lambs, each week, one of us will pick a movie. It could be a childhood favorite, a classic film noir, an Academy Award winner, or a complete dumpster fire that brings joy to that person's heart. The selector's objective? To get us to love, 
or at the very least, not hate their pick. Will our marriages, our friendships, and our neighborhood survive? Find out each Thursday on Quad Pro Quo. All right, and we're back. So that was Quad Pro Quo, big supporters of their our show. They uh they always repost and and like everything that we do. So I have to reach out to them and say, hey guys, thanks a lot. It's, thank uh, you for thank being you for a friend. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Down the road and back again. And also the uh, Broken System podcast was is also this month's podcast in the month. Quad Pro Quo and the Broken System for the month of August. We are gone. We are no longer. We are no longer. Yeah. Um, if I'm speaking out of school, please stop me. But didn't help. <laughs> 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 so thank you for everyone who listened. Um, but you know what? Yeah. Didn't see too much of a change in numbers. <sighs> no, and I was I was kind of an asshole the whole month. So sorry, Casey, if you're listening. But I went through every He's podcast. Not He's he not listening. Give a shit. I went we through every movie review podcast. Podcast. I we went through every podcast. podcast and made a list on. Uh, we have our support us the we, month. So we have our listeners. We have our people who listen, and and there's other people who say they listen, and they really don't. But we know who actually listens. We know our peeps. Yeah. So thank you to everyone who actually listens. And you know what? Thank you for the people who fake actually listening. You know what? Don't listen to the show, but press play and turn the volume down. That's right. All. That's all That's we all. say. Oh, you know. Shit. You can just give us a five star review regardless. And we'll fucking, I don't give a fuck. You can pretend you want to be phony. I'm here for it. I don't give a fuck. You want to listen to me spiral out? You want to listen to Sarah fart on our mic? Whatever. Let me weigh in. We're here. We're here for it. Whatever. August 18th, we got a party. You want to come to the party? Top fan rivalry is going to be there. You know, maybe the, uh, maybe Wally the Green Monster. Maybe, uh, maybe the 2018 World Series trophy. I don't know. I don't know. Might be the there. Party. Come on down. Come, come see to us. the party. Don't see come me. to the party. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> don't give a fuck what you do. All I know is that Bill from Top Fan is going to be there. And that's all I'm caring about. All right. So we are in that time of the show where we're going to talk about this week's biggest pickle. So, Sarah, who is this week's biggest pickle? All right. This week's biggest pickle. Oh, what a deuce. So, JD. Hernandez, Isn't who DJ? is, I mean, is it DJ? Oh, yeah, because yeah, it's Dennis. Yeah, J- DJ. Why? I have JD Martinez on the brain. Yeah. Mm. Who doesn't? A body like that. Oof. Woo. Man, I miss him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. Oh, JD. So, anyways. Okay. So- <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> um, DJ Hernandez, thank you for the correction there, sir. Uh, older brother of the late NFL player, Aaron Hernandez. He is he... our biggest pickle. Former NFL player or convicted murderer? <sighs> I went with saying for. <laughs> hmm, 
See, <laughs> I was nice during during our talk about Ray Lewis. <sighs> I'm not going to be don't nice. Don't be nice. About don't be Hernandez. nice. You don't you have know. to be nice about. That. I went with that because that is how the Hernandez family is known. Is if Aaron Hernandez didn't play for the Patriots. His murder spree and his involvement wouldn't have mattered to anyone. It just yeah, it would have been, been another it day. Would have just been another murder. another day. Yeah. So the right. fact that he was a former NFL player has a huge impact as to even why we're discussing DJ. That's true. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We'll give it to the former football player, current. Well, currently dead. <laughs> like, where are you going with that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aren't what? Anyways, anyways, what did DJ Hernandez do? <laughs> Uh, current worm food like unless he was cremated current like i I don't strikes me as someone who wouldn't be cremated no yeah okay all right so uh he was charged on friday which now has changed from a regular court to a federal court in hartford yeah it's now federal um with uh, counts of stalking and threatening after authorities say he threatened to shoot up the University of Connecticut and kill three people in another state. Now, it wasn't just the University of Connecticut. It was also um, Brown University in Rhode Island. Hmm. Um, <laughs> it's after this. I sorry, I'm like trying to like say this with a straight face because I'm like, yeah, obviously dummies um he was ordered to be held um in custody after this court hearing and the court appearance right and you and i both know why is because he didn't show up for court hearing like his court um his scheduled court date for a a previous incident where he threw a rock at a newspaper Yes. Company. Yes. <laughs> I just like to say newspaper. He threw a rock at a newspaper and got. <laughs> but I was here for it because I knew what you were saying. Because right, right, you right. know, yeah, could have been a guy reading a newspaper. Could have been a guy on the street going extra, extra. Got the news here. Could've, you know, could have just been a newspaper. <laughs> yeah, could have yeah. been. He was just a disturbance. Yeah. Um. So he missed that court date. And while he missed that court date, that is when he was out touring these campuses. So he, <laughs> so you don't go to court and you're like, well, I'm going to go check the layouts of both of these schools so right. that I can proceed to plan to shoot him up. Like, what? Do we know why he wanted to shoot up these schools? Has that come out yet? Yes. So he's basically really upset because he went to the university of connecticut so he went to uconn right and he used to work for at brown he was he was a, a football coach he was for the quarterback assistant coach yeah he was a quarterback coach i think at brown yeah um so he has been basically in financial troubles and has gone down this downward spiral of not understanding as to why you know his alma mater keeps hiring all these other coaches and not bringing him in Mm -hmm. same with brown like he worked there he had success there like why not so he's very upset with that and um yeah is he has nothing to lose is basically what he's saying to everyone all right now uh a few years ago dj hernandez wrote a book 
about his brother and in the whole the whole thing that transpired with Aaron Hernandez. Uh very I I have to honestly say very well written book. Um really showcased how screwed up their childhood was. Mm. Um their father Dennis beat the absolute shit out of everybody in that house. <clears throat> he even DJ even pinpoints the time where he think it thinks that it all changed for Aaron when he was playing high school football and was hit so hard that he was knocked unconscious. And that's the start of the, the beginning of the end for, yeah. for his brain, basically. Um, you know, uh, obviously like, you know, writing a book about your family is only going to get you so far, mm. you know, and whatever, whatever money transpires from the sale of that book is only going to float you for a little bit. I mean, you're not an author. You're just telling a story. You know, if you had more stories, then obviously you can go further in your career. But he wasn't an author. He was just telling a story. It, right. A book. Right. But like, you know, it, it just seems like maybe these universities are passing him over because he maybe. Oh, maybe what he wrote in these books, because he did speak a lot about himself while he was speaking a lot about his brother. Right. And, their experiences. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you're not going to shame anybody for their experiences of growing up because obviously they they both had a very traumatic childhood. Mm. Um, But like, it's, you know, um, how do I say this? Uh, you know, maybe you put it out there. You put too much out there, you know? That's- that's the and, thing. If you have someone who is putting out all of this information publicly that is really personal and right. it's about your family, it's something where you don't know what could what they could say further down the lines if they after working for you. Right. And the fact that these are two universities, not like state schools, not to not to shit on state schools, but like high profile, especially Brown, high profile university. I mean, like, you know, right. Uh, they're going to look past you because it's like, well, you know, we have a name. This is a name. And also, you know, the history of what happened with his brother might play right. a huge fact in him not getting a job because it not for nothing. But uh, you're not making a good case here by coming up and shooting up the school and and throwing rocks at businesses and Mm-mm. missing court dates i mean it looks it looks bad on all fronts and obviously now you know if you're saying that you're shooting up at school you know that shit doesn't take light that that, that is not taken lightly at all you know uh, this, no. this is uh for me i mean i don't know if you can if he can get jail time for uh like just quote unquote hearsay you know oh i was i was gonna shoot up the school and blah 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 but you could put him on a fucking psychiatric hold, and I well, think here's the thing: there are like text messages and messages from him. Yeah. Um, one and two, uh, three, he's on his car is on video surveillance. Mm. So, yeah. like that doesn't, you know, like they're able, they were able to pinpoint his vehicle at these schools right. at these times, and right. like at the times, and that's a fucked up thing. Is like so. 
he relayed like, okay, yeah, I went and toured these schools this date to plan to shoot them up. And then right. they went back to the campus, looked at the tapes and were like, oh yeah, there he is. And, and like, it kind of, it doesn't look good. Like no, it, no. at all. Um, no. Even if it's something where they, they can't fully like hold you, they will have to do something because he's a threat. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You can't let a guy like that now it's that federal you know. now because they could right. get him on terrorist shit. Absolutely. So like that's what it comes down to. You know, he's back in federal court, like he's back federal court um August eleventh. Right. So it's something where they could definitely take him to trial. So and- do you know if he's being held? Until August 11th, that's what I read is that he's being held because it's a Which fucking be. it's a liability. Imagine if they let him out on bail and then he goes to Brown University or or uh, yeah, Connecticut and shoots up these schools. Man, and especially it, it, with all the college tours going on. And right is it now, true that when he was being stuff? arrested, he was asking to be shot by the cops? Yeah, yeah, he, so. he's fucking done. He's yeah. so checked. He's whatever, like. It, He's quoted saying, I've been dying for years, Yeah, you know, being looked past and this and that. So, like, he's really has some shit that's eaten at him. And I don't he just doesn't care anymore. He was. If you read his book, he was very, very close with Aaron. So, like, his whole Aaron's whole thing really took a toll on him. And then when Hernandez killed himself, that's when he may have broke, you know, quote unquote you think Aaron Hernandez did not kill himself allegedly allegedly really really are you you, you are never you know wow you never know really you never know wait what do you think I no I don't I feel that IEPRadio.com. I, I want to know what you think <laughs> about Aaron Hernandez yeah I would kill himself or not I don't know I always feel that those uh it's always alleged you know, mm. again, if we go back to the wire and we go back to Oh, I forgot about that episode. Remember? Oh. When he's in jail and he Okay. I'm quote unquote hangs himself, but he's yeah. actually choked out by somebody else who is Yeah. Ah. Mm. See? Well. That's why anytime a Suicide happens in prison. I always go allegedly. Yeah. Thank you to the wire. In a pick pod 247 at gmail.com. Let us know what you think about Aaron Hernandez killing himself. Did he or did he not? Mm. Ah, that's pretty wild. I never even thought about that. I never even put two and two together with the wire. But yeah, that's, you, uh, you know, you could. There's a couple things, you know, there's a lot that transpires in prison where you're either. You you could be bettering yourself, or you could be worsening yourself. You could be getting into the wrong crowd, and somebody or you could be doesn't like bitch. it. Right? It could yeah. be a whole lot of things, and a lot of things can end poorly. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. you could just be in the library. <sighs> Man. Oh well. 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 We'll see where it happens to DJ if he's going to take the same road as Hernandez, Aaron Hernandez did, and uh, get murdered and or commit suicide. Who knows? But if you let him out, honestly, though, if you let DJ out, he he will probably shoot up those schools up. Oh, you can't. You cannot let him out. No, no, absolutely not. 
at all. So, all right. So that's going to do it for us here at In a Pickle. Go over to IEPRadio.com and check out all of our pages, our Instagram, our Twitter, our YouTube, our thread, our TikTok, and all that fancy other shit that we have. Mm-hmm. Go over to DeluxeEditionNetwork.com. Check out the podcast of the month with Pro Quo. That's hard to say. You, it's system. so hard to say. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for having a hard, <laughs> a hard podcast to pronounce. I mean, you heard us pronounce other shit on the show we cannot <laughs> say words we can't so. even say our own yeah, I, I have had enough time <laughs> also enjoy all the other podcasts on the deluxe edition network of course you can go over to daddy o sports cards on instagram and follow sarah in her sports cards hijinks mustache monday today is mustache monday yeah i got i got one boy look at Ow, uh terry humphreys Oh, that's nice. And he's got the dad glasses. That's a cute color. Get that up, baby. Yeah. Uh, What else? What else? Uh, August 18th. Mark it your calendar now. If you're in the Boston area at Scores on Canal Street, 166 Canal Street in Boston, right next to the Boston Garden. Top fan rivalry and in a pickle are having a Red Sox Yankees watch party at Scores. There's going to be prizes. Uh, there's going to be some meet and greets from uh, other Boston influences, maybe. Um, I don't know. I mean, um, yeah, I mean myself. We'll I influence yeah, we'll myself. Yeah. The four people that listen to the show in Boston can come say hi to us, even though we already know you, because one is your mom, your brother. Oh, yeah. And... Um, I have no friends, so no one on my side listens. So all yeah, four come from your side. Uh, yeah, so come on down August 18th, mm. 6 Canal Street. Follow all of us, all of our stuff on Instagram, and you'll see that post. Go over and follow Top Fan Rivalry. Uh, Bill is coming on the show next, next week, week, I yeah. think. Yeah, next week. <laughs> Bill is coming on the show next week, asterisk. We'll see. <laughs> I'm not sure. We have to look at the schedule, but we're going to talk about the party and right. kind of fun shit we're going to have. Giveaways. Yay. We're going to have a ton of inner pickle stickers and bullshit to give away. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Go with more stickers. All right. So for Sarah Ray Talek, I'm Dave Houghton, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Hey everyone, Nick here from the S1E1 podcast. Each week, we pick a different sitcom, watch just the first televised episode, and ignoring anything we may know about the future run of that series, decide if it's a show that we want to greenlight or cancel. We very seriously dissect TV shows for no reason at all. I gotta pee. Fucking old timey. Ah, I got a Frankenstein on my show. You should know because right now you're dressed like a London DJ. Moving forward, unless there's anything else depressing about my life you want to bring up. That's impressive to find that many bad shows. Who's Boner? I don't even know what a Banksy is. Catch us each week wherever you listen to podcasts and visit us at s1e1pod.com for links to everywhere you can find us.